Welcome to the Sunday Shampoo presented by Valor and Violet. Hey guys, what's up? What up? Welcome to the Sunday Shampoo, number four. 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 Feels yep. like 400 some days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of exciting stuff going on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grant, why don't you uh, introduce our guest for today? All right, so we have some tattoo artists with us here today. We have Paul Nice mm. and Joshua Bowers, and they come from Ironheart in Des Moines. Um, so yeah, we're really excited to have our first guest on the podcast. We're hoping to do this more. Um, but would you guys just want to kind of introduce yourself and just tell us about yourself a little bit? Uh, my name is Joshua. I tattoo at Ironheart. What's up, Paul? Hey, what up? <laughs> so I'm Paul Nice. I tattoo out of Des Moines, Iowa at Ironheart as well. Um, from Peoria, Illinois, originally, but I'm just a lowly oh, tattooer, yeah. not a man of many cards. Uh, I don't exactly agree with that. Uh, Paul, as well, just like Joshua. Uh, I'm fortunate enough that I've been at least in the Des Moines area long enough to have met a lot of tattoo artists. I got to give kudos to them because I think they are um, a few steps ahead, humbly, of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only in their art, but just kind of everything that they do. Uh, they're very influential. Uh, was, well, did I say that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you did. Okay, cool. Gav a pen kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, not only at the tattoo shop, but I mean, these guys uh, hang out at uh, the, the the new skate park, which uh, is so big for Des Moines. And mm-hmm. I know that, Paul, you're a huge fan of the skate park. What's the coolest thing about it? The access to be able to skate like big transition stuff like bowls and pools and stuff that we didn't really have readily available access to. Yeah. yeah. The fact that it's here. Yeah. 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 And, and that's I the, think that's the coolest um, thing. I don't know if this statistic's right, but I think it is the biggest skate park in North America. And that's in Des Moines, Iowa. Like, wow. That's crazy. That, that yeah. still blows my mind. Yeah. Um, but these guys are also uh, wonderful fathers, uh, wonderful. Uh, Family men, uh, I, I mean, I, I personally respect and love you guys a lot. Yeah, Sweetheart. yeah, thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you. Paul, how long have you been tattooing? So I've been tattooing now for around 13, 14 years. Okay. Yeah. How long have you been good at tattooing? <laughs> I'll let you know. Right. <laughs> and where did you start originally tattooing? So I actually started tattooing once I moved to Iowa. I've been in Iowa for about... 20 years now. I moved out here in 2002. Okay. I started tattooing at a little shop in Johnston, Iowa. Uh, my mentor was Buddha. He took me on as his apprentice, and that's where I really learned how to tattoo. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so what does the process look like that? Do you have to do, like, any, like, schooling, or is it just, like, apprenticeship, or what? how does that process look? With tattooing, it's a broad spectrum. I mm-hmm. mean, you've got people who, you know, just try and get started on their own. The Really, the best way is the apprenticeship program, which yeah. isn't, when I say program, it's not an organized program. <laughs> it varies yeah. from teacher to teacher, shop mm-hmm. to shop. You know, there's guys who apprentice for, like, five years. There's guys who mm-hmm. apprentice for six months Yeah, are just people who are just, you know, there for a couple years. It, it varies mm-hmm. from everybody how hard you push yourself, how hard yeah. you're teacher pushes you all of it so there's really no set way about it as far as like the apprenticeship goes Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of hands-on watching learning and just being there yeah joshua so about the apprenticeship uh what if someone just isn't cutting it at what point do you guys just all sever ties uh we've actually 
we've, yeah, we've actually never brought on an apprentice except for just now, just yeah. recently. Yeah, we we took on our first apprentice. Just never had that desire, you know. But uh, there's there's definitely artists that that you're around that you see like you know. Uh, some people get through the apprenticeship program and it's not like they're they're trained tattooers or maybe they, the the apprenticeship just fell short and they just don't have the skills but um you know you, you get those people that just don't want to learn and just want to live the lifestyle yeah you know yeah. we understand that which is yeah. the fucking same thing in the hair yeah, yeah. and it, it drives either you want it or you don't and as yeah. far as like the apprenticeship did you guys decide that you wanted to do that or did someone like come to you? Like, I feel like that's how we meet a lot of like Grant. So Grant was our first and only assistant to graduate our program out of, oh, wow. and we've actually tried multiple people. I think we're on like our fifth. But, but we, we didn't had know. To, it didn't work out. We had no clue that we were even yeah. doing an apprentice. But the success, I mean, Grant, Grant, and I can, I can, I'll say this on here. Uh, Grant uh, became a six figure hairdresser in I think a matter of 24 months. Yeah. By doing so, only in a year after a year of apprenticeship, it took me to make six figures in, in this in the hair industry. It took me fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By him doing that, it excelled him so much further. No, I'm so thankful I did that. Like I've said before, like I didn't want that, but it was so good for you. Like you learned so much. Like just from everyone. Like going in, you're like, this is what I want to do. I want to do this this way. But you get so many different perspectives and ways of doing things, which is mm-hmm. really cool. And I'm sure you're realizing that with teaching someone, like show them different ways of doing things, but they'll take their own way. I mean, we, we've and we've had exposure to people that have wanted to learn and, yeah. and, you know, other shops, apprentices and stuff. And you see you see these people come and go. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one thing to say, yeah, this is what I want. This is. Uh, this is the life I, I want to yeah. live. And then, and then once you get into it and you see all the work that is necessary and you know, all the, all the bad critiques and all the, yeah. uh, you know, it's not all positive reinforcement, yeah, no. you know, it's, it's struggles. And then some people just, you know, would rather. And then once you, once you go through like hair is very similar to tattooing where mm-hmm. uh, you're your own boss, yeah. you're, you're in charge of your own company. Right. So it's not just the skills of doing mm-hmm. the uh, of doing the hair or the the tattoo, but you need to learn the skills of running your own business. And some people yeah. just, well, a lot of people just don't have that. Mm-hmm. Just fall you short. Can't you can't. I was just gonna dry. say, no, yeah. right. you like can't teach them. You can't teach somebody. Yeah, like you can try everything in the power, but if they don't have that, they're not gonna succeed because yeah. no, I don't taught them the skills, but they have to have the desire and drive yeah. to actually continue like honing and sharpening those. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Paul, do you feel like uh, with that statement, cause I feel, I, per- I feel this way. I don't, uh, I'm sure you guys all do as well. I feel like without the dedication and drive, I think we can teach technique to an extent. Sure. If someone's just not picking it up, they're not picking it up. But I think that what you can't teach is the personality the dedication no. and the drive. No. Mm-hmm. And that's what people lack the most, which is you would think because someone just thinks that they're a good artist or a good hairdresser, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be amazing at what we all do. Absolutely. Isn't it amazing how many people, like, you'll you'll be out and, like, somebody's mom will be like, oh, my kid draws. They, sh- they should become a I, – I tell them all the time <laughs> they should be a tattoo artist. Yeah. Or, or, oh, my daughter – or like they they love makeup. I, I tell them yeah. to get into cosmetology, and it's like, 
you don't you you don't see like the the connection like just because you enjoy something Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you have all the skills to right to pursue that as a career it's completely different i've had the great privilege to be tattooed by each of you um and i which one's cuter Ooh. Yeah, what were they for each of them? This is the what? What were the ones you got from each of them? Tattoos. Tattoos. Oh, tattoos. The well, my newest one I got. But that was an oops. Yeah, I asked a question. Then yeah, yeah, I'm gonna need another oops. (laughs) I asked the question first, and then he interrupted with one of his fucking questions, like he always does. So to answer your question, thank you. About who's cuter? I mean, you got to be careful with the answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. Maybe so. my books will open back up. <laughs> right. No By the way, we did come up with the conclusion last week with uh, Joshua. Uh, he is my personal tattoo artist. Oh. Right. Well, <laughs> that's fucking sick. I don't know, sick. know if he's your personal tattoo artist or if you're just his only client. Like, damn. It's either way. Go. You know, either, either way, way you look at it. Either way, I'm okay. With that. They're both so Carrie. super handsome. <laughs> I agree. Equally they handsome. Do they're good. I, I, tell them, yeah. I tell them every time I'm in, I'm like, damn, you guys look good. <laughs> so I've been able to talk to each of you, and so I know a little bit of your personal lives. But um, I was curious because I know you each travel and and do a lot of. Um, do they? Do we call them tattoo shows, or what's the term for? So like, I believe. I'm sorry to interrupt. I believe you're referring to like tattoo conventions. Yes. Sure. So there's conventions, and then there's guest spots, and those are probably the two most common forms of travel for a tattooer that travels. Mm-hmm. A convention is going to much like any other type of convention for different businesses, where you're going to a convention center or a hotel with a big ballroom or something, and they set up the whole system with like the rods and drapes and all that and each tattooer has a booth and you're literally there to tattoo for the most part and network you know so people are coming up for walk-ups looking at your portfolio looking at what you might have set out that you want to tattoo or you might take appointments ahead of time over the phone or okay. via email or whatever can i ask a question with regards to that so if you're traveling to something like that is what's your um, objective for something like that is it to gain more business or is it just for something fun to do to glean, to glean some some like to recharge your batteries and um a lot of it is just like you use it as an excuse to travel thank you when you go to change of environment when you work in the same spot uh day in day out i'm sure you guys feel about this we love our shops right yeah but it's so freaking nice to like just step out of that environment. It's just who we yeah. are as Whether people. we're creating art or just to get yeah. whatever the whatever the reason is. Yeah, we love traveling for sure. Hang out with friends. Like I've got friends on like that. Some of my best friends I see more at like destinations than at home. You know, right. like well the dinners. Yeah, yeah. the dinners yeah. are the great. Yeah, all of dinners. It. Yeah, like good tattooers like good food. It goes hand yeah. in hand. And yeah. Those are one of the best parts. But I mean, it's kind of everything, at least for me. Like I go to like sharpen my skills. I go to meet other tattooers and to talk with them, whether that's talking shop or whatever, and to tattoo and like get my work out there a little bit more. It's sure. kind of a little bit of everything. You come back and you are, you know, after a good convention, you're fully recharged, mm-hmm. you're amped to get back into it, whether that's painting, whether that's tattooing, like, you're just ready to go. You like, s- you see, like, and it's not through, like, an Instagram filter or something, you know, yeah. when, when you can walk around and you can see, like, oh, so-and-so's got these amazing prints out on their table, 
and you don't see it like through a tiny screen you see it in person you're mm-hmm. like your mind's blown or you can look over somebody's shoulder that you admire who, whose work you admire and you can just see them work and you know what they're using how they're doing it and the process and and yeah it just lights a fire under yeah. you and, and you get back and you're like what have i been doing what yeah. I'm yeah. doing nothing like I'm I'm just it's so easy to get into just the routine and the mm-hmm. mundane yeah so, yeah when yeah. you when you can really when you can uh and I've always said like I, I compete globally I don't compete locally so you've got to get yeah. out of your town to have that mindset you Love know it. to to see who's doing it because it's easy to compete locally that's that's the easy well, stuff. Well, it's just not fucking fun either. No. Yeah. You know, it's so boring. Yeah. yeah. When you step outside, because when you're in a box and when you're fortunate enough to step outside of it. Uh, yeah. Maddie, what do you got? I know you have something <laughs> over just, there. Here you go. I'm just here. enjoying the show. Well, I'm just in the middle over here. I'm just enjoying the show. I got nothing to say yet. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I got some. Well, I think I, I think of things Oops. and then, yeah, yeah I think of things and then somebody says something. So I'm just here for the ride high. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kristen and I have to share a microphone. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I feel like um, also as somebody in a creative work industry, um, the general public or just you know certain people um, seem to have different opinions about like our jobs and what we do. And oh, that must be so fun! You get to you know fucking draw on people, or oh, you get to you know play with people's hair, but. What would you say is something that people most misunderstand about you and your career? Probably just how driven yeah. we mm-hmm. are, you know. Well, it's, and, yeah, sorry, go ahead. And and it's like that is a that is a misconception. You know, yeah. a lot of people still think, "Oh, you tattoo? Like what do you do for like your regular job?" Yeah. Or what do you do for your like you know? Isn't that fucking wild that oh, like how do you make still your money? A thing? Oh, it's yeah. crazy. And and it's like I I eat drink and sleep tattooing yeah. it's constantly yeah. on my mind and uh yeah like yeah i don't think they see the effort that goes in behind the scenes they don't realize that you're fielding questions almost constantly via social media dms email, yeah all day, 24 day. All that stuff that's just constantly stacking up while you're tattooing like especially and then there's the whole like if you're really out there pushing it you're driven so you're probably painting you're probably putting out like tattoo designs whether those are line drawings or fully rendered like painted flash or whatever but there's so much dedication study and homework that goes into it also if you're pushing yourself to get better you're researching different things you're looking at how other people are doing things there's just a lot of like hard work behind Mm -hmm. the scenes that people just Mm kind of see you know the end result of so they don't realize that it sounds very easy and fun and don't get me wrong tattooing's awesome yeah i absolutely love mm-hmm. it and i love drawing up people for a living yeah but there's a lot of hard work and dedication that goes into it. there's there's kind of that in just about any career though yeah. right? right where um you can get into tattooing our hair and have a great time party all the time sure. tell your clients you're the best in the world and just curate this following of of clients that can support you at the the bare minimum and then just use that to live the life you want but if you actually put the work in and struggle and strive uh and and look and see what kind of work is out there and try and be at the top like just constantly struggling to be at the top that's that's completely different that's like two different industries that um another question for you guys because i know you have kids and and families uh, at what 
point do you feel like you've been able to, or maybe you're still searching for that uh, work-life, home-life balance? Do you set, because of what we were just talking about, you're doing homework all the time and you're coming up with designs for tattoos for people, you know, they're just throwing you things that they that they want and then you're coming up with designs. Do you set your schedules a certain way when you're at home so that you're not being overwhelmed with all tattoo stuff? Yes and no. Like some days better than others, you know, I'm definitely guilty of being on my phone too much. Um, but you know, when my kids go to bed, a lot of times that's when I'll go down to my like drawing studio in my basement and draw or work and do that kind of thing. Otherwise it's, you know, I try to be as present as possible when they're there, but this year I decided to take off Saturdays. So I'm now working Tuesday through Friday. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Did you have someone to motivate yeah. you on that? Yeah, absolutely, Josh. Yeah, and that's so, um, I think, and uh, that's a good friend, right? Absolutely. And a I good mean, coworker. And we've talked a lot about that at our shop, and I'm yeah. kind of led by that. Uh, I'm, I moved about 30 miles away from where we have a shop at. Uh, I make it a point to leave early because there's things I need, I need to work out. Um, I want to eat healthy. And by just even leaving an hour, uh, hour and a half, whatever, early, mm-hmm. Mentally, it helps me come and perform every day a little bit better. Yeah, better quality of life, better quality of work. You know, you take care of yourself, you're going to be able to do better. Yep. Maddie? With my schedule, uh, when I got busier at uh, at Bauer Supply, I cut my schedule down for tattooing for two days a week. Yeah, you only tattoo me. We already talked about that. Yep. Well, (laughs) I closed my my schedule, and I don't do uh, custom tattoos anymore. I just kind of make available designs that uh because i only have a finite amount of time to draw and a lot of times when well last time when my schedule was open it was out like a year and a half well if i drew something that i really wanted to tattoo i wouldn't get to tattoo that for a year and a half and it kind of i lost kind of motivation to draw so when the schedule like came back around i just wanted to do it differently Wanted to see if the market was there for me to just uh, be busy by posting, just just drawing the stuff that I wanted to, and it and it has. It's been working out really well, but uh, and then you know I'm always home usually right after Isla gets home from uh, school, so we can hang out. Uh, there's two days a week where I I typically work late. You know I drop her off at school and then I'll I won't be home till after eight o'clock, but. You know, I'm probably to the point where I need to hire somebody else at the at, at the supply company. But right now, I'm just you know putting in the hours. Yeah. But awesome. when I when I travel and stuff, like I take the family, yeah. so awesome. they they go all over the world with me, cool. and That's really cool. you know we've got one kid, so it's it's not too much of a struggle. Awesome. That's great news. Here's what we're gonna do now. We always have a thing, or not always. Uh, we've been doing a thing on the Sunday shampoo where uh, we've stated this before, so everyone fucking knows, we have tons of good Google reviews. We're like a 4.9, I don't even know what we are, um, over 100 reviews. We get very few bad ones. And if we all know anywhere, most bad's only written anyways. So we have a thing where we've been going through and uh, picking out, selectively picking out one of our uh, bad reviews. For some reason, they've all been mine. <laughs> okay, today's about them. me. But, but so wait, 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 real quick though. I actually, I'm, I'm going to flip the switch a little bit if we have time. We're still going to do the review, but I just, uh, as I was sitting here, I just thought of something. 
Another Ooh, great idea. Exciting. Don't yeah, forget. That's how we wind up in these messy ass situations. That's why we have a podcast. I, I, and since we have guests here, I think this would be a fun thing to ask them. Okay, okay cool. Okay, here's what I got. Um, and, and you guys can both answer this. Um, what's the, what's the, I guess, what's the weirdest body part that you've ever tattooed? Or the most unique, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. How would I say that? it? Uh, Shut up, The craziest tattoo like in general yeah. sure I think. yeah whether it's good whether bad it's, whether it was discuss anything i mean that's largely varied on perception you know sure, mm -hmm. sure it's like, all subjective yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. man tough one. i feel like joshua's <laughs> nipples you, are probably like, the what weirdest you, do you because uh, it was hard <laughs> to maybe. come up with stories no, like what's the normal. worst and certain things just come to mind so whatever you guys think of i mean i've definitely done like bizarre isn't unusual for me um, I've done I respect that. like a titty peed before where it was a centipede made out of segments of breasts. You know, it was like mm. just pairs of breasts with legs. Where did that you tattoo it on the body? Awesome. Uh, upper inner thigh. Okay. Um, wow. I've done a skull with a vagina in the forehead. Kay. Where was that on the body? Thigh again, I think. Always yeah. the thigh. Yeah. Like then, high thigh where they can hide it? Um, it was pretty front and center on the thigh, yeah. but it was on another tattooer. So tattooers tend it's to get a little more awesome. outlandish things a lot of times. Yeah. I'd say otherwise there was also uh, my mentor and I in like my first couple of years of tattooing had a pair of sisters that came in and they each got boxing gloves uh, and <sighs> the lettering that said hit it like a champ on their asses. Like on the nice. butt cheek. Uh, the one he did was just one uh, single cheek with like one composed piece on that cheek. I did a boxing glove on each cheek with it arced over the top. Stop! Yeah. Stop! That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. No shit. <laughs> All right, that's what you got, awesome. Bowers? I nothing exciting. I like I I get that question a lot. I think a lot of tattooers do, yeah. and I, my brain goes blank because. Josh's nipples. That's not weird. It would be weird. It would be weirder if he tiny. didn't have. That's what he keeps saying. Yeah, it would be <laughs> just look like two high beams. Like Perfect. Yeah. All the focus would go right there. So but, maybe is there has there ever been a time, and maybe this was earlier on in your in your tattoo career, where you're just like that tattoo fucking sucked. I wish I hadn't have done that one. A lot. Or of you've them. just always <laughs> been good. Because no, I've, I mean, no, we've real. done some sh shitty shit here, where you're oh, just like, okay. oh yeah. my god. I mean, Joshua and I are both hyper critical of our own, right? Yes. As Which I think most creators are. You put it out, you know, and then you're just constantly picking you're just it. Like, yeah. Oh, I could you immediately. You think like, about when it, you get the like, camera oh, out, oh, and you're like, oh god. I thought I was really jazzed on that until I just saw it. It didn't translate exactly. Our flaws, because if you can't see your own flaws, you can't. Yeah. Fair enough. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, but but some of the weirdest like concepts are the most personal, right? Mm -hmm. Because you know people come in and ask for crazy stuff all the time, and it it doesn't seem crazy. You yeah. just tattoo it and it goes out the door. But if you had to uh, explain it to somebody, then it seems crazy, right? Like, oh, it was uh, it was a it was a mouse uh, in a boat riding a cloud to whatever, like whatever it was. It seems crazy. Yeah. But at the time, it just seems perfectly normal. Right. <laughs> cool. All right, Grant, what's your fight? All righty. What do we got? It, this is, and you said this was. I this is about me. Oh, neat. 
Okay, so one star. Damn. One <laughs> star? Ooh. So is it one of those ones that they could have gave zero? We would have gave zero. Probably. If I could okay. Zero. We'll read it all and then we'll discuss. Okay. Went in for a men's cut and eyebrow wax. I told him exactly what I wanted with my hair and brows. At no point did I feel like I was anything more than someone wait. I was anything more than someone they wanted to get in and out as quickly as possible. No clarifying questions for what I'd requested, and I felt bad when I asked them to fix their eyebrow, fix my eyebrows after he'd asked if they were done correctly. They weren't. I didn't want to deal with the drama, so I just said, okay. The waxing left a permanent tear in my, a painful tear in my underbrow skin. He assured me he knew what I'd wanted and needed, but proved me otherwise. I left several times for my hairdresser to do other things other than my appointment. I asked for a correction on length twice for the haircut, and it was still not fixed. I felt uncomfortable with the unprofessional and cold attitudes and conversations. I can't stress enough how out of place I was. We'll have to fix my eyebrows myself because I thought the price would have equaled the quality of my service. Left with hair and wax all over my face and and hair in my ears. Was not expecting a full face of my own hair when he used a blow dryer from behind to blow it off my shoulders. Not somewhere I'd recommend going back, and I don't believe I'll be going back myself. I can't believe how disappointing my experience was. I was looking forward to my appointment. N- never got the name of this dialogue. Why is she still fucking typing? That was a long one. So, this is what happened. <laughs> I had a cancellation that day. So I went, I, I was running some errands, because I didn't have anything for later. It was originally Maddie's appointment, and she was running behind, so I Did took... Did this person know you, Maddie? Was it a request? No, first time ever so there. Was it a walk-in or yeah. just a new client? Um, so then they were like, oh, can you come back? I was like, sure. So And I didn't have that much time until my next one, so I was like, okay, let's get it done. Let's go. And they had cut their own hair previously into a buzz cut, like all over, really short. It was grown out, and it's the type of hair that grows out like a porcupine, so like straight out of the head. Mm. And they wanted it fixed. I was like, so here we can fade up the sides. There's not much we can do with the top right now just because it is so short. And I thought I explained it well, but apparently not. And I was like, this is what we can do. And, it, and she wanted it evened out on top. But I, was, I told her, I was like, this is very hard to do. And it'll look choppy if we try to do whatever. So I did that. And for the eyebrows, it was very. <laughs> what did you do to them? Very, so they had like, so I have thick, thick eyebrows. They were, like, as thick as mine when they're not waxed. Super thick. And they wanted the, like, pencil eyebrows. Like, the skinny, just, like... Oh, Jennifer, they Jennifer looked like Anderson they, from Friends in 1994? Skinnier. They looked, like, rain, you know, it's oh, just, like, 90. an arch. And I was, like, um, I have some notes. <laughs> um, I told her, I was, like, maybe we'll do it um, something this way. I think that would look better like this. I feel like this would just be all the better. And they said, okay. So I did that. But apparently... That wasn't okay, and they didn't want to tell me otherwise, so we just kept on going. And, yeah, I they didn't want to talk to me for most of them. I tried to interact, but, um, yeah, just <laughs> I tried my best, but apparently it wasn't good enough. Just <laughs> Those are always yeah. the best people, you know? And, like, there's so much you can do, but yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like we've gotten – uh, bad reviews for uh, no conversation or mm. bad conversation too, and it's like, you know, if you're you're that close to somebody for so long, if you're not vibing, you're just not vibing. Yeah, yeah. you know, like it's you, painful, right? 
Um, but it's, it's crazy though. It could even I, sometimes I think people. I'm, I don't know the word I'm trying to say, but they'll make the work shitty in their head because we didn't personally get along yeah. when the work wasn't even that yeah. bad. It it may not have been per, like the same thing when you look after a service. You're like. Fuck, I should use, in our case, a different toner, use a different product, but you don't know until you're done. And we're correct, we're already hard on ourselves. But the work wasn't horrible. But just because we didn't get along, it mm -hmm. becomes the worst service ever. Oh, well, it'd be very easy for that person to just leave and decide not to come back. Yeah. But to leave yeah. a bad review and say, I would I also recommend have this note. place to others that. Mm -hmm. They said it um, lifted their skin. The wax we use, that's not possible. It physically cannot rip skin off. So that just didn't happen. Mm. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> it's almost over. I just wanted to. So you not. No. <laughs> right, don't cry. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, thanks for coming today, yeah. Paul yeah, and Joshua. That was awesome. Here. Paul and Joshua, love you guys. Thank you so much. So yeah. fast. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's a wrap. Oh yeah! If you guys want to follow us on the at Sunday at the Sunday Shampoo and on Valor and Violet, then that would be awesome. We'd love to see you guys meet you in person if you want to get your hair done. Also, too, make sure you uh, Instagram uh, follow uh, Joshua Bowers and also follow uh, Paul Nice on Instagram and Iron Heart Tattoo on Instagram. And yeah, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Gang, gang, don't go chasing waterfalls. Please take the rivers and the lakes that you still. The Sunday Shampoo, presented by Valor and Violet.